thank you for keeping it locked in here on Radio Pulpit and Radio Cape Pulpit. Today I'm coming to you all the way from Johannesburg and a very, very important topic that we are tackling. Our guest for today is the director of Childline Gauteng. Her name is Lynn Kaywood. And we're going to tackle issues such as bullying, uh, the effect of divorce on children, kidnapping that is, of course, of great concern, and so much more. Lynn, good day and welcome to Elevated. Good morning, Jenny. Thank you so much for inviting us and Charlene onto your show and for your interest and, and concern about what children are experiencing in the province and the country. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I feel it's very important that we find out today from your experience and your exposure to the issues that our children are facing, what it is that we as a community can do to better the lives of our children. I'm very interested in your new campaign called Peace is Calling, but we'll get to that a little bit later. I want to start here. Uh, Cyberbullying is nothing new. Um, I think with the rise of social media platforms or the increase of the availability of platforms, it's becoming a bigger problem. But this is, of course, nothing new. Can you take us through what statistics look like at the moment in your experience? Um, certainly, uh, generally. So bullying is a, a very insidious um, uh, thing happening across uh, all schools, high schools and uh, and primary schools. So the uh, last, um, you know, full study that was done was done by the Centre of, Ju- uh, of Justice and Crime Prevention. And they picked up that 22.2% of high school learners experienced um, some form of bullying, either violence, threats of violence, robbery, or sexual aggression. And often th- this was done, uh, you know, with the, uh, the, uh, the bully having some kind of weapon. Mm-hmm. And um, they also picked up that 20% of high school children were uh, exposed to cyber violence. But we suspect that this has gone up astronomically uh, since then. Interestingly, what they also found was that 70% of the bullies themselves had themselves been victims of some form of bullying or, you know, uh, uh, family violence and so on. So I think, you know, the the issue for us at Childline is that um, there is such a high degree of violence right throughout our country. If we look at the the police stats for, for, for 2019, there were 2 million crimes um, that were reported, many of them violent crimes. And although, you know, children might not have been the uh, direct victim of that crime, they uh, were certainly exposed to it within their families, in communities, mm. on the streets, etc. And so our children are living in a very fearful state um, of recognizing the violence around them, um, you know, it, it defaults to a very negative worldview in terms of, you know, being afraid, uh, concern for their own safety, concern for the safety of their loved ones, and leaving them feeling very, very vulnerable. And it is incumbent on us, uh, you know, as an adult generation to, to really uh, reflect deeply on the uh, levels of violence in our society, whether it be bullying, whether it be criminal violence, 
whether it be, um, you know, uh, uh, interpersonal, uh, mm. family violence, we really, really have to get a grip on this and to um, engage in healing processes and, mm. and, and look at how we can overcome them. Perhaps I can share with you some of the, the Childline Gauteng services mm-hmm. so that we can um, inform the listeners of how we can assist. Yes. So we are best known for our 24-7 toll-free helpline and we uh, can be um, accessed on that line. Uh, the number is 116. It's a short code, very easy to remember. And we have uh, professional trained counsellors on standby 24-7 toll-free to take any child or family-related uh, call that, uh, you know, a majority of our calls come from children themselves and we're glad to engage with our young people. Um, but a, a, a higher percentage come, a higher percentage also comes from parents who are concerned and unsure of how to manage situations with their children, as well as then community members who are keeping an eye out on um, young people in the community and are worried and would call us to, to ask us to intervene. So our role at Childline is to focus on family strengthening mm. and helping families to get through difficult times because we all know that uh, families are facing very uh, difficult uh, issues at the moment. And so our role is to ha- is to strengthen the family, build resilience, uh, build emotional intelligence in terms of how to deal with difficult situations so that people can uh, re- be uh, restored to a, a place of, of, of uh, being able to cope. Um, In addition to that, then we go out to, and we, sorry, we reach about 250,000 callers on that line every year. And then our schools program, we go out to to, uh, primary schools predominantly where we engage with um, uh, children on a class, uh, class by class basis. And we talk to them about what their rights and their responsibilities are and that nobody's allowed to hurt them. And if they're worried about anything, they must tell someone and they can phone us and tell us. And we reach about 80,000 young people in our schools in Gauteng. And then we've got uh, community-based face-to-face professional counselling services where anyone who has a a family or child-related problem that is not uh, resolvable telephonically can come to us for for longer term counselling, where they're able to unpack their difficulties with a professional social worker and take it from there. And then um, we have an emergency service for children after hours that are in life threatening circumstances, and we took in about 150 uh, 150 children last year into that service. Mm. So the Childline role is to facilitate child protection services. We do not have the authority or the mandate Mm. to go out and and just remove children. And uh, if if there is a child in a life-threatening circumstance, our role is to call the child protection services with the Department of Social Development or the police to go and intervene. So so that's us. And um, 
we're very grateful to to everybody who has supported uh, mm. the work that we've done since 1987 sure. in terms of trying to make a positive contribution to uh, peace in our country. I mean, it is incredible work uh, that Childline is doing, and I'm going to touch on it a bit later, but I am very concerned about the alarming statistics you mentioned earlier as it relates to bullying, cyberbullying, but also the violence in it. I'd like your take on something that I mentioned the other day, Lynn. I believe that in South Africa, we have a terrible culture of violence that is being perpetuated through the media, some of the dramas that we see on television. What's your take on the culture of violence in our country? So, you know, Jenna, you are absolutely 100% correct that this is the root of the problem. We've had 360 years of, uh, you know, low-grade civil war, sometimes not so low-grade, mm. um, where, you know, apartheid, uh, colonialism, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that has been, was institutionalized violence. And then, um, you know, in, in uh, my generation, young uh, white boys were forced to go into the army, um, and take up a militaristic level of violence, and then there were you know, obviously the comrades who who also um, engaged in in Kontowe uh, Sizwe to try and bring an end to this. So that that leaves its legacy. Mm. That's that's the first thing. The second thing is is that there has been an absolute explosion of um, violence and and sexuality across all our our media. Uh, mm. You know, and, and as you say. Um, soapies and uh, mm. and unfortunately there's also the issue of of children being exposed to pornography yeah. you know about 70 percent of children uh, mm. you know have stated that they've come across this accidentally on various sites many of this uh, pornography is you know almost 60 percent of it contains violence um, and it is a real concern to us at Childline that uh, with the you know great advent of the World Wide Web and um, uh, the internet and uh, you know technology that can really advance our children and advance our society um, greatly, the children are being exposed to greater levels of violence, um, uh, you know uh, pornography. Uh, that is often very aggressive and uh, uh, disturbing mm. and it has huge implications for for young people watching that and the service uh, delivery and the uh, you know people that are making money out of this really need to think about their responsibility in mm. putting in putting in uh, blocks that will keep our children safe Lynn, you have been working in this space for many years now, and I'm interested to hear whether you see real progress. Are we doing better when it comes to things like bullying, violence against children, uh, exposure to pornography, uh, healthier families? Is there real progress or uh, are we deteriorating in your honest opinion? So I would love to be able to say that, you know, that South Africa has made huge progress in terms of the transition from a, a quite a violent authoritarian uh, uh, 
you know, constitutional way of being to a human rights, democratic, uh, you know, constitutional uh, way of being. But unfortunately, I cannot say yes to that because I think, you know, um, violence has a, has a, a, a kind of life, on it, life of its own. So the more you see it happening around you, the, uh, the more fearful you become, the more likely it is that you will adopt, a, you know, violence or aggression as a way of dealing with your problems. Mm. So unfortunately, that is my sense. And also... Um, you know, with a quite a large population explosion, um, we in particularly in Kauteng, with many people coming from the rural areas um, into into our province. Uh, you know, as a, a way of making a living. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our informal settlements, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, have escalated enormously, and it's just not um, an ex- a good environment for. For young people to to grow up in, so I think we as a society need to be very very serious very serious about what can we do to protect our young people from uh, you know exposure to all of these things, specifically violence, and what is each and everybody. Uh, responsibility in terms of looking after your family. Um, you know, in terms of of, of uh, keeping the communities that we, we live in uh, safer, in terms of corporates, um, you know, making, uh, uh, considering the importance of family life and how to promote that with the, with the people that are involved in the in the industries. And also then the service providers in terms of how do we keep children safe online? Because I think that mm. is the, the the big issue that is going to um, really take us into an uncertain future regarding the psychological and mental well-being of this generation. Well, if you just tuned in, I am talking to Lynn Kaywood from Childline in Gauteng. So uh, there's still so much more that we need to discuss. Up next, I want to tackle kidnapping as well as the impact of divorce on our children. Here's Michael W. Smith with Surrounded. I'll be right back. Welcome back. That was Michael W. Smith with Surrounded. You are listening to Elevated with myself, Jenna Lee Belong. Today, we are focusing on a very, very important topic, and that is your children. We're talking about the safety of your children. On the line with me, I have Lynn Kaywood all the way from Childline Gauteng. She is the director And Lynn, you've discussed some great statistics with us. We've spoken about the the progress or the lack thereof uh, when it comes to these issues. But something that is very important to me as we approach the festive season um, is the safety of our children. And we have seen an alarming rise in kidnapping in South Africa. How do we prevent and safeguard our children? So yes, indeed, generally, um, you know the uh, um, the 2013 stats uh, that we got from the police indicated that there were four over 4,000, I think 4,100 children that were kidnapped. Then we don't have I don't have the latest statistics at my fingertips. I'm not sure if they are out. 
But missing children South Africa have indicated that this is a pandemic and that the numbers have gone up significantly. So often these children are, you know, when you talk about kidnapping, it would be uh, from a disgruntled spouse perhaps, um, you know, who, who hasn't got custody, would then, you know, take the child into their care. Um, but then on the other end of the spectrum, there is a, a more insidious um, very concerning trend that, uh, you know, children of wealthy parents are being targeted for ransom money. If we think mm. of the Monty boys in, in, uh, in Pumalanga, um, mm. I think, uh, you know, a few months ago, and, and various other situations where children have been abducted on their way to school, it just is a very, very concerning situation. And I think, you know what, parents really need to have eyes in the back of their heads and, uh, you know, to be able to know where their children are um, and to, to, to ensure that they, uh, you know, if they can't be lifted to school, that they walk to school in a crowd. That uh, Unfortunately, we do have to speak to young people about stranger danger, although, you know, it is known that the majority of abuse practices um, are perpetrated by people that are known to the child, but there is also then the, you know, stranger danger and not talking to people that you don't know. And to run, yell and tell if you are feeling unsafe in any way, rather make a scene mm. um, than, uh, you know, to teach our children to rather make a scene than to, and even if that might be embarrassing, if it's not, uh, you know, uh, uh, warranted, but in, if you're, if they're in their child's estimation, there is something untoward happening. Give them the, you know, the information and empower them to to run, yell, and tell, um, and and to 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 keep themselves, uh, you know, to as, as that is a as a, a partly as a safety mechanism. I mean, the other issue over the festive season. Um, is very much around uh, alcohol and substance abuse, mm. which, as we know, um, has been shown through research to go hand in hand with um, hurting of, of, of uh, families and, and young people. So to really call on the adult generation to, to, to think about engaging uh, with festive, festive cheer in moderation. Yes, absolutely. And of course, uh, that also goes with children going missing, parents losing them uh, because they are perhaps intoxicated. They lose track of their children and the children go missing or even in shopping centers. Exactly, exactly. So um, the other topic that I want to tackle quickly is the effects of divorce on children. Sometimes as Christians, especially we want to avoid the topic of divorce completely but the reality is this is something that is prevalent in our community and we are not equipped on how to handle the impact of divorce on children so Lynn I'd like to ask you how can families help kids navigate this often confusing and traumatic period you know, it's a very sad thing for me that, um, you know, that, that parents who got together, got married, presumably in a loving relationship and created those children, um, 
you know, through a, a, a loving relationship. And um, as our um, patron in memoriam, uh, Archbishop Tutu always said, you know, children are a manifestation of that cre- the, that spark of the creator within all of us that is able to get, bring life into this world. So, you know, we think of children as very special um, beings that uh, um, are important in terms of our, our, our um, emotional and spiritual life. Mm. And so it's very sad that uh, when parents divorce, that there's very often so much conflict that uh, impacts on children and makes them feel very vulnerable and very insecure and um, unable to engage in uh, normal, natural developmental processes. But it doesn't have to be like this. But, you know, uh, generally, one of the things that really worries us at Childline is is that when we look at the provincial stats, um, it is, uh, we note that, um, you know, that uh, it's only 48% of children that are living with both their mother and their father in Gauteng. Sure. Um, you know, the uh, and, and 36% of our children are living with a single mom. And 10% of them are living with neither mom or dad. Sure. So we, we you know, really recognize that um, as the adult generation, we have a, a very um, important responsibility to bring children into this world, you know, when we can provide a loving family for them. Mm. And I really feel for our single moms who are, you know, breadwinners, the disciplinarian, the, the homework support, the, the um, you know, battling it out on their own with um, with their with their children, uh, with minimal amount of support. So one of the biggest problems in in our families is the uh, advent of absent fathers. That mm-hmm. uh, this is a, a deep sense of pain for for children. And very often for young boys, not knowing who their father is or not having any kind of relationship with them. And that leaves them with a certain kind of heartbreak that an idea of how the world uh, should work um, mm. in terms of families. And and so we, it's a very, very sad uh, situation for our, our young our both uh, girls and boys, mm. but um, you know, particularly the impression that is given to young boys uh, who grow up without a father is, is that they don't know what their role as a loving, caring father should be, um, and they have to go outside of the family or to the extended family to find that out. So, absent fathers is a is a is a, a huge problem, and. Um, and something that that we as a nation have to take very seriously, and I think Childline really does call on on young people to you know to to desist from bringing children into this world unless you can provide uh, for their basic needs and their emotional mm-hmm. needs, and to provide them with a a, a family setting that can uh, help them to develop um, to, the, to the maximum of, of their uh, capabilities. 
Lynn, I'd like to know, is Childline getting any calls from kids of divorced parents? And what are they saying if they are calling? So, yes, we do. We do take children, um, uh, children's calls on that issue. Um, it very much depends on how the adults manage it. If, uh, if, you know, the parents can sit down and have a conversation with the child to say, look, you know, um, we are getting divorced because we uh, find that we've grown apart, but that doesn't mean that we are getting divorced from you. And this is how we are going to manage this separation so that, you know, we will both continue to, to be your mom and your dad and your extended families on each side. And uh, you will, you know, we'll make arrangements that we will both be involved in your life and that we will share uh, your birthdays and special days together, you know, with the extended family and to mitigate the impact of the, the loss of love between two adults on, on their offspring. Mm. If you just tuned in, uh, what a pity you missed uh, the bulk of my conversation with the director of Childline Gauteng. Her name is Lynn Kaywood. We're going to continue our conversation after this. And remember, it will be available on podcast. Let us educate ourselves and safeguard our children. Here's Maverick City featuring Chandler Moore with Most Beautiful. We wrap up our conversation after this. Thank you for uh, still listening to Radio Pulpit and Radio K Pulpit. We're now going to wrap up our conversation with the director of Childline in Gauteng, Lynn Kaywood. Lynn, once again, thank you so much for your time today and this very important information that you're sharing with us. I do want to touch on uh, this week, this past week, which has been very traumatic for me as someone who works in the news environment because we saw, for instance, the funeral of the four-year-old little girl, Bokhang Po, who was brutally murdered and raped. We saw the uh, sentencing starting, or rather uh, the serial rapist up here in Gauteng, who was found guilty on more than 140 charges, of which about 90 included rape and kidnapping and the likes. Um, and we are seeing an increasing call for stricter parole conditions because, for instance, little Bokhang's um, perpetrator was out on parole when he committed this crime. What is Childline Gauteng's take on uh, this call for stricter parole conditions? So, yeah, are we with you there, generally, and our hearts break for Bokhang's parents, as well as the, the victims of the, the, the serial killers and the uh, rapists and their families. It is a real indictment that there are people amongst us who are committing these heinous, heinous crimes. Mm. And in fact, it is, uh, research has shown that there is quite a high percentage of perpetrators who are out on parole, who will go uh, or on bail, who will go on to, you know, to commit uh, further crimes. And uh, we as Childline are absolutely clear that our um, criminal justice system must take uh, uh, responsibility for ensuring, uh, with the help of the community, that those people are caught and that they are um, 
you know, that they are remain incarcerated mm -hmm. until the, uh, 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 you know, court case and that there is very limited opportunities for parole, especially for violent criminals. Absolutely. It's just, you know, there, there has to be a level of societal protection for, for, for the vulnerable, for children, uh, for women, and for the elderly. And that is an absolute non-negotiable. And Childline would work very closely with the criminal justice system to assist in that process. But perhaps, generally, I can just talk very quickly about our Childline um, peace campaign. Mm, yes, um, we were very fortunate to be uh, selected by the uh, Solidarity Fund for funding, you know, in the aftermath of the July 2021 violence in KZN and Gauteng. And they, um, you know, as part of this uh, support uh, that they've given us to develop positive uh, social compact, we were able to do a marketing campaign that is really calling on, on uh, peace and so the peaceful relations. So our, uh, we've, we've put out uh, posters in our communities. The call is really for people who are feeling disgruntled and angry and unable to you know, figure out how to deal with their lives peacefully, to call our 24-7 toll-free helpline on 116 and speak to our counsellors about, you know, more positive ways of dealing with the challenges and the problems that they deal with uh, instead of resorting to violence. So mm -hmm. we have put out a whistle for peace, which I'll send you and I'll hope you'll play it on the radio mm -hmm. and uh, encourage your listeners to to you know to uh to call our helpline to um to speak about issues and then you know specifically in terms of um uh, you know this uh, the faith-based communities in our country mm -hmm. i think the last research indicates that 80 percent of south africans um, you know, uh, would identify themselves as, uh, uh, you know, a part of a faith-based community. Mm -hmm. And to really um, call on all those uh, faith-based communities to continue to pray and to meditate and to seek uh, spiritual guidance in terms of how do we uh, individually uh, as families, as communities, and as a country get through this difficult situation where, I mean, in terms of our understanding of the July 2021 violence, this was a deliberate attempt to undermine the constitutional uh, uh, democracy and human rights that have been set up since 1994 for very nefarious uh, reasons. And, you know, so many people have given so much of their lives, if not their life themselves, mm -hmm. you know, for this constitutional human rights-based democracy. So let us step up as a, as a country and as communities and really uh, figure out what that means for us individually and how we can promote that um, uh, politically and publicly. 
Absolutely. I want to end with this, uh, Lynn. Earlier in our conversation, you mentioned something that I found interesting. You said it's time for us to engage in the healing process or in healing processes. What do those processes look like? How do we engage in healing processes? So I think that, you know, that everybody, uh, you know, would take a different pathway towards healing. So, you know, in terms of of faith-based organizations, I think there is a a huge, uh, hugely powerful process in terms of of prayer, meditation, um, you know, thinking beyond this realm in terms of... of, um, of what is the, uh, uh, the the spiritual meaning of our lives, and how do we live that in accordance with those faith-based belief systems, whether they are Christian, Muslim, Hindu, Jewish, uh, traditional, um, you know, that there are healing processes in all of those faith-based processes. Then there is professional um you know, counselling uh, that's something like, you know, that someone like Childline would be able to offer telephonically and face-to-face and very many other organisations, social workers, psychologists, um, you know, people who engage in healing processes. Um, and then, you know, uh, in, in terms of our tradition, um, it, it is often, uh, you know, families will call on the elders to say, look, we're having this problem and we're not able to resolve it uh, ourselves in our nuclear family. Can the elders please come in and talk to us and help us to see how we can take responsibility for what's going wrong and how we can put it right? And, you know, so, and there are other traditional uh, ways of, of, of um, uh, rituals and so on that can be focused on helping families to heal. So I think everybody has their own pathway to tread in terms of reaching uh, spiritual enlighten- enlightenment, emotional, uh, dealing with things in an emotionally intelligent way, Helping, and I think for each of us, I mean, I don't think there's any South African that can say we have not been traumatized at some point. Mm. But for each of us as individuals to look internally, to listen in that terms of that, uh, you know, to deal with the trauma that we have been exposed to, to come to a place of hopefully being able to forgive those who we feel have. Mm. Uh, hurt us and to go on in a more positive way and to be able to come to that that quiet place within ourselves where our inner wisdom resides that will give us guidance in terms of how to deal with um, with challenges and difficulties in our lives. Well, that's the voice of Lynn Kaywood, the director of Childline Gauteng. Thank you so much for your time today and the wisdom and insight that you've shared with our listeners. Absolutely wonderful to be with you and your listeners, Jenny Lee, and thank you so much for the invitation, and I hope you all have a wonderful uh, 